everyone. Welcome back to Trash Talk, the second episode. It is I, Mary Margaret. I didn't know if I would continue this and make a second episode, but I am. So, nice. The theme of today's chat is travel. It can be fun, but everyone knows that going through it is the worst thing ever, and I think we'd all rather stick forks in our eyes than go through the process of traveling, especially with a family. So I'm going to start out talking about like car travel. Like I think we can all concur that family car rides are punishment. Cars aren't meant to be lived in. That's what houses are for, and I think that's a fact that everyone can agree upon. So when six people are in a car for an extended period of time, it gets gross. I don't like it. I like my freedom to be able to leave a room, isolate myself from my family for extended periods of time. Cars don't give me that ability. I have to sit near these people for so long. And don't get me wrong, I love my family, but you don't want to be so close to them. I love them from a distance. I don't love them next to them if that makes sense that makes sense when we were little it was easier because first of all we all took up a lot less space our amount of matter was a lot less than it is now like we're all larger now you know we take up more space but it was easier back then because my family so we'd go to the library and we'd get a multitude of dvds usually spongebob we'd get these like sets of spongebob dvds that would be like 10 hours straight of Spongebob episodes. And what more could eight-year-old Mary Margaret want than to spend 10 hours watching Spongebob? The answer is nothing. That is, that's a dream come true. So we'd watch Spongebob and we would also, oh my, my parents would get audio books. So we listened to like all the Judy Bloom books in the car. Don't get me wrong. They are great. So yeah, I mean, we had stuff to do I guess, okay, I think maybe in hindsight, submerging myself in Spongebob for 10 hours might have not been the best move, like, mental health-wise. I feel like I am the way that I am today because of those extensive periods of time watching Spongebob for that long and just living in Bikini Bottom for 10 hours straight, like staring at that screen, just becoming part of that universe probably wasn't the healthiest thing. But I am not complaining. I learned important life lessons from that show. There's always like the... And then when we weren't watching Spongebob or listening to the audiobooks, we'd be playing like car games, you know, like the ABC game and the license plate game. But that never, that never really went so smooth. But, you know, it's fine. And then with car rides, there's the whole food situation. There are four types of food on a car trip. One, restaurant. And you stop and you go into the restaurant. Two, fast food, whether it be like stopping in or drive through. Three, gas station snacks. And four, the snacks that your mother packed from home. Snacks from home usually entail like pretzels or water bottle or like some like fruit snacks. You know, they're always do. They they do the trick when you're in between meals and you're just kind of like needing to snack, you know. I mean, before you know it, you've eaten, you know, entire container of Cheez-Its and like half a bag of pretzels, but it's fine. And then there's the gas station runs, which I feel like usually are like Pringles and like a chocolate milk or like usually like a Gatorade or like a Propel, you know, like those types of snacks, like a chocolate bar or something. They never really like, you always want more of them. Like they don't really do the job. They do a, they do a quick fix. They're never as good as you 
expect them to be, you know? And I could stand in a gas station aisle for half an hour deciding between snacks and I still will regret the snack that I picked. And that's just fact. And then there's fast food. For my family, whether we go through the drive-thru or inside a fast food place, it's always just kind of awkward because I feel like we always end up getting so much because there's so many people. So like the order's always like embarrassingly large because there's so many people. And it's just so, there's something about it that just, it irks me. And I hate walking into the fast food place and then standing there and like, I'll awkwardly because like you're you're a visitor in these towns food places you know what I mean like, like these outsiders come in us like me when I'm in these other places like I'm sorry encroaching on your territory like I apologize I do not want this you do not want this it's just the way it has to be for means of survival and then the last type of car ride meal is the restaurant. Now, this is treacherous. If you go into a restaurant during a car ride, that is um, brave because that's not easy to do. The judgment that takes place as soon as you walk through those doors and are led to your table, unlike anything I've ever experienced. I have been sitting in a car for 10 hours at this point. I'm not going to look good. I'm going to look disheveled. I am going to look discombobulated. I need some time to do a reset and I, that was not given to me. So you cannot have high expectations as I walk and I sit in this restaurant. And then you sit down at the table and you can feel the eyes on you. You can feel those gazes of judgment at looking at you and you look gross and you know it but you have to own up to it because there's nothing you can do to fix the way that you are at this point to be honest you don't even want to it is what it is none of the options for for car ride eating are that good so if you can avoid eating for the duration of the car trip in your automobile, then I highly suggest that. I mean, everyone needs nutrition, but if you can figure out an alternate means, then I would take that alternate route because the other options are just no bueno. Now, the next type of travel I would like to talk about is air travel on airplanes. Now, this is a whole different breed of travel. With my family, the flights we take are always at like 8 a.m. or 9 a.m., which means we are out of the house at 3 a.m., you best believe we are pulling up to the airport at 3.30 a.m. And because of this, I feel like from the time that I wake up to I'm sitting on the plane, I never really remember like I'm breathing, but like I'm not thinking. Technically, yes, my brain is on, but it's not really like the gears aren't turning yet. That's OK, because then you have like a full day wherever you arrive at. But still, is it worth it to wake up early? I don't know. And I'm always, you have that morning feeling, you know, like you're very cold. So you arrive at the airport, you park, you know, you walk through the parking garage. It's, it's cold. It's morning. You're just kind of trudging, carrying your luggage. And then once you check in your luggage, then you're living lavish because as soon as you check in your bag, the burdens are gone. You know, you just get that like weightless feeling. You're like, oh, yes. <laughs> this is the life, you know, like you're, you're just cruising at this point and you get to go through security and I have no qualms with security. I mean, if it's a really long line, then like, that's kind of a pain. I don't know. It's kind of fun to me. It's kind of like, Ooh, are they going to catch me? I mean, I have nothing to catch, but like, Oh, like, what are they going to find? Like, are they going to, do I get to go through the adult scanner? Do I get to go through the kids scanner? Like, ooh, like what's it going to be? I don't know. So yeah, you get through security and then you're in the terminals and there's always those cute like shops, you know, with all the stuff from where you, like where that airport is, like the cool magnets, t-shirts. And so, I mean, I never like 
get those because like why would you but they're nice to look at i love looking at the magazines because they always have like the good gossip like those that's the updated like they have the newest version of like people and us and and i love looking at those you know you do the little you like you're standing by the snacks but you do the side glances to the gossip magazines and like you read the covers and it's like oh interesting this is what's going on so i like to do that. Then you go and you sit near your gate. Now this is, I would say, one of the worst parts because it's always crowded. People just want to get on the airplane and it feels like they will never call for boarding and you have to make awkward, like you have to avoid awkward glances from everyone you know is going to be on your flight, you know? Like everyone knows that they're going to the same location, but you don't like look or talk to each other. You sit next to each other, like right next to each other on your various technology and you just ignore each other praying that you won't have to sit next to them on the plane (laughs) but then they finally call boarding and everyone lines up it's like lining up for lunch in grade school like you want to get to the front of the line and everyone looks on in jealousy as the families get to board first with the strollers and everything and it's like well okay and then the military personnel get to go but you can't complain about that because thank you thank you to our soldiers (laughs) i don't complain about that they they deserve that so go you guys (laughs) Yeah, so you wait in line with the other passengers and it's awkward. But then once you finally get on the plane, it's like, okay, like the initial excitement, you, well, at least in my family, I strategically place myself in line next to the better siblings. So I don't have to sit next to the bad siblings on the plane. You know, there's nothing worse than getting stuck on a plane ride with the bad siblings that you know are just, you're just going to fight with, or like, they're going to be annoying and like sleep on you or like take up a lot of space. You know, you want the ones that keep to themselves, keep within the boundaries of the chair. That is the good stuff and then usually the plane rides are just kind of like irrelevant you know it's like okay here we go they're always like longer than you think they're gonna be but you know say la vie and then there's the whole like time travel thing like if you fall asleep on a plane ride and you wake up you're in a whole another dimension like you don't know what happened but then once the plane ride is done there's the awkward like everyone's like getting into the aisles and it's like come on guys like we're all going to the same place don't stop doing that but then once you get off the plane i always expect like a welcome Like I expect someone to be like holding a sign or like clapping. No one ever is. But you know, you expect that. You have big, big hopes and dreams. One day I'll get off a plane and there's going to be like a welcome committee. They'd be like, welcome home, Mary Margaret. And then you make your way to the luggage claim. And I... It's always hard to find where those are. I feel like they always hide those in the airport. But then once you finally get there, it always, um, there's always that awkward period of time like before they get the luggage going where everyone's just kind of standing there kind of impatiently waiting. But then once they start coming, if you don't see your luggage, like I get this automatic feeling of dread in my stomach. You know, it's like if they lost my luggage, like, you know, you just get that worst case scenario in your head. Oh, funny story about waiting for luggage. When I was younger, I think I was in like fifth grade. We were waiting for our luggage in this airport. I was so bored and we had like one piece of luggage. So I was like, okay, I'm going to make some fun with what I have. So I closed my eyes and I begin jumping backwards over the suitcase, like thinking like, <laughs> like X games, here I come. And I fall and I break my arm. I got nothing to say about that. That was just stupid. So yeah, then you have your luggage and you're on your way. You have fun. 
Now, there are two ways of travel that I'm just kind of like, eh, okay. Those being biking and like walking slash running. I feel like those people, like, first of all, they're always super fit. Second of all, they always have cool sunglasses. And third of all, the guys are usually like almost bald. And I just feel like they're flexing on all of us with their fitness. And I mean, congratulations. I mean, you probably worked for that, but like, why on earth would you bike like 40 miles? Like, why would, like, just, okay, stop. Like, I get they're legitimate forms of travel, but, like, that's why cars were invented and buses to get you from place to place without having to exert any energy. So why would you avoid it? I don't know. I'm not trying to hate on anyone, but that's just my personal belief. The final mode of transportation that I'm going to talk about is train travel. Now, this is perfection. I have not one bad thing to say about traveling by trains. The respect I have for people that travel for trains is greater than respect I have for any other person on this planet. Like that is so amazing to me, train travel. One day I'm going to own some trains and I'll just travel on my trains and I won't speak to anyone. I'll be a train traveler riding the rails because everyone on a train minds their own business. No one, and but also not only do they mind their own business, but they're nice about it. Like whether they're reading the newspaper or getting some work done, everyone seems to be happy. You like, or they're either reading or they're looking out the window or they're politely having a discussion with the person next to them. And if you don't want to have a discussion with anyone or be by anyone, you can just walk to the next train car. It's not like on a plane when you're stuck or in a car where you can't move. You can literally just walk around. It's magnificent. It's like a hotel on wheels. And you can quote me on that because that was good. That was brilliant. Train travel just, I don't know when it was invented. I'm pretty sure the 1900s, but I'm not positive on that. I feel like that might be right, but that also might be wrong. It might be 18. No, not 18. Okay, I think it's 1900s. Thank you to whoever invented the train, because you have continually provided America and other countries. You have continuously provided the world with the best mode of transportation that globally has ever been available to any human before. Because, you know, it wasn't always this good. We didn't always live this lavish with all, with this multitude of options of travel. People used to, I mean, they had like horses and wagons, but that would suck. Like, have you ever played the Oregon Trail? Everyone dies, always. And I'm sure it was like that back then. You know, wagons getting stuck in the river and everyone getting dysentery and dying. I'm sure that's exactly what happened. Because what else could happen? Like you're living in these dirty wagons and like pioneer clothes and wooden houses. That's a recipe for disaster. Like imagine traveling like that. They have like six belongings. Like you bring like one shoe, a pencil, and a note had that's i could never imagine that i would i would not fare well in the times of the great frontier and that's a fact i do not have the capabilities i would not thrive i would not thrive as a pioneer mary margaret would not thrive as a pioneer but hey not all of us were meant to be pioneers some of us were just meant to travel on trains and planes and automobiles with the modern luxuries of current society. And that's why I am where I am today, because this is where I'm meant to be, not as a pioneer, 
but as a modern day citizen. So yes, here is my rating of transportation. Number one, trains. Number two, airplanes. Number three, car rides. And number four, all the things that require physical exertion, such as biking, running, jogging, walking any of the above. So yes, I hope you've enjoyed this discussion of travel. I hope you take my words into account next time you travel. Maybe you won't, but maybe you will. Stay safe and have a nice day.